The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Empowering Your Soul with Lisa Willette. If you're ready to make personal changes in your life and the lives of those around you, get ready for an hour of encouragement, enlightened guests, and engaging stories. Now, here is your host, Lisa Willette. Good afternoon and welcome to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Willette. I'm not sure what the weather's like where you are today, but where I'm from, if wherever you're listening to, I hope that the weather's good. Where I'm here in New Hampshire, it's kind of dismal and rainy and fall-like. I'm not complaining about the cool weather. I do like that, but I could do without the rain and dampness. But it's a great day to do a radio show, so I'm happy to be here with you all today. Um, I'd just like to thank everyone, first and foremost, for their kind words and emails after last week's show. Your support's been so much, so greatly appreciated. I decided to reformat the show a little bit last week. And I had my really good friend, Carissa Dorman, interview me instead so you, could, you, the listeners, could get a better idea of who I really am and learn more about me. The emails that I received from that have been overwhelmingly supportive, and I thank you all for listening and tuning in each week. I also want to thank all my new Facebook likers and Twitter followers, as well as my regular followers, who you guys have been greatly supportive, and I do appreciate that as well. I hope you all will continue to listen in weekly. Your encouragement and your support means so much to me, and really my goal here is to help bring awareness to you of different ways of looking at situations that you might find yourself in or supply you with information about a topic that you didn't know anything about prior to listening to my show. So, And we're going to do something different again today as well, too. Um, Today we're going to be accepting calls also. So if you have a question for myself or my guest, Kathy Bailey-Smith, please feel free to call in with it at 866-472-5794. I also received some emails, and I'll try to be getting to those if we have time at the end of the show as well, too. I'm looking forward to all of that. I'm also at the very end of the show, and I'm going to pull some more Archangel cards. Oh, I'm going to pull Angel cards. Today, I'm going to use the Archangel Michael deck for the week ahead, right before I announce next week's guest. So with all that being said, now let me tell you about my guest today, Kathy Bailey-Smith. I met her at the end of last year when I was giving quick psychic readings at an event. She came in and had one of those mini 10-minute sessions, and she seemed blown away by what came up in the, in the short reading. So she decided to um, schedule me. She contacted me a month or so later and scheduled a full-hour session where we went into things in much greater depth. 
I, I liked Kathy immediately. She's got this positive energy about her, and it's contagious to be around. She's come back for several more sessions since the start of this year, and I can't believe how much progress she's made with really living an authentic life. Well, actually, I, I can't say I can't believe it. If you Once you meet her, you'll know you really can believe that she's somebody who walks through her fears. So hence the name of the sh- title of the show today, Living an Authentic Life. She's definitely someone who she lives, she talks the talk, walks the walk. She's someone who isn't afraid to put herself out there and let people see the real her, good or bad. And she doesn't make excuses for her behavior, her decisions, or anything. She owns everything. I admire that so much about her. And again, it's just one of the things that I like about her so much. As I've said before, she's such a positive, inspirational person to have a conversation with. We've become friends, and I really wanted to have her on the show today and have her share with all of you how she's gotten to be where she is, the how, the why, and so much more. So, and she she's a student of life. She's you know, she's definitely, she's, she's got a blog that you can follow. She's just so much fun to be around. So let me introduce to you my inspirational friend, Kathy Bailey-Smith. Welcome to the show, hey, Kathy. Hey, Lisa. It's so nice to be here. I appreciate you having me on the show, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. <laughs> well, I am excited to talk to you as well, too. We talk on a regular basis, but this is going to be a different venue for everybody. So uh, a different venue for us, and different people will get to actually hear our conversation, which will be fun. So... Right. Let's start by what I just said about the introduction about how we met. Is that something that you'd like to elaborate on? Because I didn't really, it's your story, and I want you to be able to share what part of it you want. So, Yeah, I mean, I think it, I mean, at first I was going to say, what a random coincidence, and then I caught myself and said, no, this wasn't a coincidence that we met this way. It was just destined for us. There's no such thing as coincidence. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So I almost had to catch myself saying that. Um, But it's interesting because um, when we first started the session, you said to me, um, Kathy, I I see you as a, you're single, right? And I said, no, I'm I'm married. And you said, no, for some reason I'm seeing you as as single. And I kept saying, no, I'm no, I'm, I'm married. And it was kind of making me feel a little uncomfortable because some issues for me had been coming to the surface as we were talking okay. and um, and I kind of eventually because you, you kept going back to that for quite a while during the session I said okay listen this is my story a little bit I give you a little bit of the story and it blew me away that you could read my energy so clearly and kind of see what I knew was there but was afraid to acknowledge if that makes sense right, right. Um, and so I think tears came to my eyes during our session because it was about you know my marriage and, and how I mean, quite frankly, I wasn't happy in the marriage and hadn't been for quite some time. But I had, like a lot of people do, suppressed my emotions about it, put it to the to, to the side. Um, but hearing it and hearing it in the way that it, um, we talked about it a little bit during that session really opened my eyes. I was blown away. I just well, had no, I had no idea. I mean, yeah, I knew, so, but I didn't know. If that so makes physically, sense. physically, you were still attached, but emotionally and mentally, you were single in your mind because you had already detached emotionally. Absolutely, and right. you were so, able to pick that up within two seconds of meeting me. There was well, no question. You knew that. Well, you knew it. Well, thank you. <laughs> My guides are good. <laughs> and then, so, and then you came back for a longer session because obviously something in that short and that was a ten quick ten minute session, yeah, and then something quick, you decided. Yeah, well, I remember driving home from, you know, our meeting and, and crying in the car saying, oh, my God, this is so true. Like, it, it was like an epiphany. You know what I mean? When you have an epiphany, one of those aha moments. And I, I had to sit with it for a few, a couple weeks. Yep. And then I said, you know, what? I really need to revisit this with Lisa because I feel like, you know, she was, she hit the nail on the head with this. And I really kind of need to feel 
or, or at least have some confirmation about what I'm feeling and, and what direction I need. A guidance, I guess, some spiritual guidance, I guess right. you want to say, you know? Um, and that's why I called to reschedule, to come back right. in and meet and with then, you. And then when you did, you had already, at that point, obviously it had been weeks later or a month later, whenever it was, you mm-hmm. had already come to terms, I guess, a little bit more about, you know, where you were going. And yes. and again, what I what I think is so courageous about you is that you're, you know, that was a hard decision that you were making and you, you were, you weren't afraid to walk through it. You weren't afraid to face that fear. I mean, you might have been afraid, but you, you did it anyway. I did it anyway. And I think it was a turning point. I mean, I've always been one to kind of look for new ways of dealing or coping or learning or growing. I mean, it's kind of in my nature to begin with, but I think at that point it was like a switch went off and I said, you know what, this is it. I've got to start owning my life. And I think, you know, my father having passed away a year and a half prior yeah. had something to do with that. Had something from, you know, I, I, I kind of was seeing for the first time, like, life is short. What am I doing? Why am right. I living a lie? You know? So and the audience doesn't the know, the audience doesn't know what transpired. So do you want to share how, what ended up happening or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's an important story because I think so it's relatable. It's real. It's a real story. Um, but yes, I mean, I think I came in, you know, we, we've had a couple of um, sessions since then and I had made a conscious decision to say, you know what, I, I need to move forward. And what that means is I need to move forward as an unmarried person. I need to right. move on with my life because I had been living um, inauthentically. I had inauthentically, been putting out a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? The perfect word, inauthentically, yes. <laughs> inauthentically, because I had been putting on a smile, putting on a, you know, like a, a facade, like everything's fine, everything's fine. And, you know, I was miserable, miserable, and not because of my husband at the time, just the situation. It just wasn't, I wasn't being myself. I wasn't being true to myself. And um, so subsequently, I, I, I brought it, you know, I spoke about it with my hu- my husband at the time, and we decided to end the marriage, and we did, and now I'm divorced and happy, and I feel like I'm owning who I am, and it's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. That's perfect. That's such a great story, too. I'm sure a lot of listeners out there can relate to that. You'd be surprised at the number of people, you know, the, the number of clients that I have that are in similar, maybe not exactly, but in similar situations, people, but people are afraid to move forward. You know, they, mm-hmm. they know that it's what they need to do, but they're just not, they're not comfortable with walking through that fear and living authentically. Sometimes it's easier to stay in a situation that's uncomfortable, but familiar. Right. And I think that's kind of what happened to me because we had, he and I had addressed it about four to five years prior. So this was a long time coming, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. You know what I mean? It was one of those things. And I think once you do, yes. once you allow yourself to look at a situation for what it is, that's like the, the fear is all about prior to actually looking at the situation. You're avoiding the situation. That's where the fear is. But when Absolutely. you actually live it, own it, acknowledge it, the fear dissipates, if that makes sense. Right. And having known you, you know, this year, I can say 100% certainty that you are not afraid to own anything. You you know, like I said in the introduction, you own the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. I mean, you aren't afraid to put yourself out there and let people see 
who you really are. You make yourself vulnerable in so many ways. Uh, your posts, your your blogs, your you know your inspirational posts on Facebook. I mean, you put yourself, you really put yourself out there. But you do it in a way that's positive too. You're not you're not slamming anybody. You're not you're not being negative. If a, if a person treats you a certain way, I, I realize you know by listening to what you say and and watching what you write that you're not condemning them. You're letting them own their own life, and you're just trying to you know deal with it in your own particular way and I think that's amazing yes exactly well the thing is you know we're all on our separate paths collectively if that if if that if everyone can understand that so we all have our own journeys I have no right to judge someone else's journey they have no right to judge my journey we're all here to learn lessons right right and so we have to meet each other where we are (laughs) <laughs> well, yes. And so and he, if something happens and someone, you know, I feel, you know, I, I really believe what Shakespeare says. He says, things aren't good or bad. It's thought that makes it so. I believe that. I have a strong connection with those words. It resonates with me. I don't th- believe in good and bad. I believe things are just what they are. And it's how you, you, you manage it and what you learn from situations. So a certain action, will there will be a follow-up um, result, Reaction. a consequence. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, you own the authenticity of your life. So how did that come about? Is there a story behind this? Uh, you know, were you unhappy with your, your life growing up? I mean, there's got to be some story. How, how did you come to own the authenticity of your life? Well, I mean, I think that innately I've always been, without even realizing, I don't think it was conscious at all, innately I've always been connected to or felt connected to something higher than myself. Didn't really realize what that meant, but it definitely, spiritual things kind of resonated with me. Um, I ended up studying psychology in college um, and not even really getting the, why I was doing it, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, I think I'll do this. <laughs> really not making any, I wasn't even, you know, drawing, connecting the dots at that point. It was just kind of like, just things were kind of, life was kind of conspiring with me, you know what I mean, so to speak. And um, I started, I was unhappy. I was an unhappy girl. I couldn't understand. I really had some, uh, some difficulty understanding myself. I think it came down to self-awareness and lack of, I should say, self-awareness at that point. And I started seeing a, a psychotherapist, yes. um, and that's when I really started to delve into, and I was about 24 at the time, delve into understanding me, my actions, my beliefs, why I do what I'm doing, and really making a conscious effort to understand myself and to kind of start putting myself out there a little bit, you know. So it's been a, it's a work in progress, and it's going to be ongoing. It never ends. It's not a destination. Right. It's um, a daily practice. Well, and, and it's interesting that you say this because I, I'm, I might embarrass you here a little bit. But no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but if, if people who are listening obviously don't have any idea what Kathy looks like, but she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. And I know that this happens to you a lot. People come up to you on a regular basis and, and they judge you by your looks. Mm-hmm. So without knowing you as a person, you know, they assume because you're, you're so beautiful and that, you know, you're, you're, you're thin and you have your life together, they just judge you and, and they seem to put you in a particular category, like mm-hmm. that you don't have any problems or life is just amazing and, and wonderful for you too. It, it kind of right. like, you know, like with Robin Williams, so he had all this money and he had a great family life, but clearly there was something within him that wasn't right. 
happy and he was depressed and he, I, you know, he had health issues or whatever. But, you know, you see it all the time. Uh, I, I think Pam Dauber, um, she was Mork and Mindy and, you know, she's married to Mark Harmon. I, I mean, you look at her and she looks like she's got the most beautiful life of all. She's a beautiful woman. She's got a, a fantastic looking husband. She's got great kids, a great family life. And, you know, you read about her and she, she, she went through this huge depression and nobody right. could understand it. So, you know, did you have any depression or anxiety that in your life growing up that might have made have been a catalyst for this? Oh, well, you know what? I don't think we change unless we have to change, if that okay. makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't think we're forced to do anything unless we, are in, unless we experience pain or suffering. And yes, I was, had um, anxiety since I was five years old. I mean, five years old. So I dealt with that for my whole life, basically. Right. And I mean, that's my earliest recollection of encountering it. And um, the, the periods of anxiety would be, um, you know, um, followed up with periods of depression. Because when people have anxiety, and anyone who has ever experienced um, pretty severe anxiety, you know that it, it's really debilitating. And it's really chews away at your self-esteem. It makes you feel like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not strong enough to cope with this? It really eats away at you. And so I think... Um, that's probably what promoted me to really take a deeper look. That's what put me into the psychotherapy, which got me talking. And I think a lot of it was I wasn't feeling, I wasn't being myself. I wasn't. Uh, you weren't being you know, authentic. I wasn't. I really look back and see there, you know, I really wasn't. And um, it's kind of sad to think that how many years were wasted. Well, you did that at age 24, right? You What's were 24 that? when you went to start going to see the psychotherapist? Yep. Yeah. So, um, yep. And I think that's what happens to us. And so unless we have pain or suffering, there's no, really no motivator to make a change. And so at that point is when I really needed to make a change. And I knew it. I was, you know, making unhealthy choices I, 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 as an avoidant, um, right. avoiding the reality of my, my pain and sorrow. You know what I mean? So, and, we're, and we're definitely going to delve into a little bit more about that when we come back. We're, we're getting close to a, having to take a break here, so I don't want to get too in-depth in a, in a topic here. But I guess what I want, you know, I know that your goal right now is to translate old world wisdom to modern society, especially focusing on women, right? Mm-hmm. And you, yep. you say you're, yourself as a middle-aged woman that you, for the first time, feel comfortable in your own skin owning your story. Yes. So, you know, um, what we can do with that is we can tell people your website, um, which is currently under construction, is www.path, P-A-T-H, the number two, and then O-N-E, Dot com. So www.pathto1.com. And you could you can find Kathy's inspirational words and her blogs and everything there. So we're going to um, take a quick commercial break right now and we'll be back shortly. Stay tuned. is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. 
While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. We all hold a spiritual database, as it were, within our hearts and souls. But at times, it can be difficult to access this resource. On Akashic Therapy, unlock the records of your soul. Host Amanda Romania will help you to tap into this valuable part of our subconscious. Once you've done this, you can open up your life to a far greater happiness like you've never experienced before. Become a messenger for change and a higher purpose. Tune into Akashic Therapy, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to Lisa Willette at Comcast.net. That's Lisa Willette at Comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. If you're just tuning in now, I'm your host, Lisa Willette, and I was talking with Kathy Bailey Smith before the commercial break. We were talking about a, a statement she made. I'm just going to reiterate to anybody listening in now if, you, if you'd like to call in with questions. You can call on the toll-free number 866-472-5794, and we'd be happy to answer your calls today. So, Kathy, right before the break, you, we were saying, uh, I was quoting you, you said, my goal is to translate old-world wisdom to modern society, especially focusing on women. As a middle-aged woman, I, for the first time in my life, feel comfortable in my own skin. I'm living the most authentic life I can at the moment, and my goal is to inspire other women to live with as much passion, gratitude, and authenticity as I've been blessed to see. So, I'd ask you to elaborate a little bit on that and if there are any tools that you can give the women out there, you know, things that have helped you. Right. Well, you know, um, I have oftentimes turned to um, spiritual teachings, um, meditation. So there are different techniques. These are all pointers, which they're called. And pointers being they can help guide you. But the real work is an in, it's an inside job. Um, but I think to get started, I, I love the writings of um, Eckhart Tolle, um, okay. Power of Now, one of my all-time favorites, because it talks about present moment awareness, which I kind of got pretty involved in in the last decade. Um, and um, Jiddu Krishnamurti is one of my all-time favorite spiritual teachers. He um, has since passed in 1986, but I have read... All, I think all of his transcripts from talks that he gave um, all overseas and also in the U.S. He had um, a school here in Ojai, California. But I had I follow him. I, his work resonates with me, and I think some of these things have really helped me further along my path. I think meditation. I think that's another tip. Is and Absolutely. I don't mean formal meditation like you have to have a mantra and all that stuff. Right. I mean just sitting quietly. Really letting go of the thoughts or, or, you know, kind of just going within. Really being in touch with your body. What do I, I feel my, my, my feet on the floor. Just really, what does that feel like? Well, what, and that, I, that's present moment awareness. 
absolutely being grounded. And speaking of meditation, you know, I, I got to share a story with you. This morning, prior to the show, I was meditating, and, and I wasn't doing it in a formal way either. I was just kind of laying down, and I was asking Spirit to guide me about the show, give me any information that, um, you know, that they wanted me to pass along during the show. And I might have dozed off for a moment or two, <laughs> and, and, and Spirit always works in, in mysterious ways, so there's always a reason for everything. When I woke up, there was a song playing on my um, on my iPod shuffle, and it was Aerosmith, Walk This Way. Way. And I said, interesting. Um, I, I wonder, you know, is there a message in that for me? And they said, no, not for you. So they asked me to pass that along to you, Kathy. That's not a song that I normally listen to. It, it, it was actually, it wasn't even on my iPod shuffle. It was actually, it was 96.5. It was a radio station I was listening to this morning. So it's um, it's not something that I even have on my, on my radio, on my iPod. But Walk This Way, is that something that resonates with you? Does that mean anything to you? Aerosmith, if you listen to the words of that song, I mean, does that mean anything to you? Well, it's so funny. The words necessarily, not so much, but I mean, maybe if I really sat down and listened to the words, but I was, um, I think this probably goes back to the the 80s, and I recall the song. I remember being away with my girlfriends um, and my sister, so two girlfriends and my sister. It was, I was 18 years old, and I was in Nisquamacit Beach, Rhode Island. It was our first, like, away trip, and we were in this little under-21 nightclub type thing, and that song came on, and I, there was a a guy I had seen in this um, uh, whatever you want nightclub or what have you and I went up to ask him to dance to the song now I never did that I never approached anybody ever <laughs> so and he said no <laughs> because he, that wasn't a good song so that's, oh, that's kind funny. of funny and he ended up being my um, my first like real love kind of thing so I don't know what the, the message is in that but it does have some it does resonate with me that song and that's really funny that, well, that's funny how spirit works. They, they, do, they do get messages out to us in any particular way. Um, so they Maybe wanted me to talk passion. about that. Maybe they wanted you to bring up that story. Going after what you want. I mean, I, went after, I never went after anybody, and I went after, you know what I mean? So I don't know if that's the message. I have to think more about it, but I think it's interesting. Oh, that's funny. Well, again, they just wanted it. They apparently they wanted it to be something that um, that was important for us to know. So as long as it makes it, it, it resonates with you. And I guess you know, spirit does work that way. They they sometimes share with us things that. Um, so it, it maybe it'll dredge up a memory for you later on. And for all will. of you out there listening, if Aerosmith "Walk This Way" means anything to you, please <laughs> please take that. And that could be it too. Maybe it's right. you know what I mean. Um, it, someone listening. You were also talking about spiritual teachers. Do you have one in particular that's a role model for you? Do you have one that you really find resonates the most? I would say Jiddu Krishnamurti. He's got to be hands down my favorite um, spiritual teacher, philosopher, just an intellect, um, just an amazing, amazing mind. And if anyone's interested, you could Google him um, and you can watch videos on YouTube. He, I mean, I've watched his 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 talks and I've read all of his transcripts but um, he, he, I guess you could boil down his teachings to um, truth is a pathless land that there isn't just one path there isn't a path you know what I mean it's kind of it's an inside it's an inside job he really talks about self-awareness and that's at the crux of what he teaches and um, it so resonates with me because I believe as he believed that the exterior world is merely a reflection of our interior world. 
Interesting. So everything that we see is just mirrored back to us from what we are experiencing inside. Well, that's very fascinating. I yeah. he's not he's not somebody that I've read before, but I will definitely have to check check that out. Check out some of those books. Yeah, I um, spent many years reading them, and I still I mean a lot of them are marked up, and um, I can go back and reread something I read three years ago or four years ago, and it, I, I I can see I can relate in a different way, a more educated way. You know what I mean? More experienced absolutely. way than maybe I could have four years ago. Absolutely. Uh, Kathy, they just informed me we, I, we have a caller. Um, so let's see. We have Arlene from Florida on the line with us. Okay. Hi, Hi Arlene. I have a question. Hi, Lisa. I have a question for Hi. you. What advice do you have for people um, transitioning into a new phase of their life when they don't feel quite ready for it? Okay. Um, Kathy and I will answer that for you. Thank you for the question. Thank you. Um, the first thing I would suggest is to find a good support group or, you know, find a good group of people that you have around you. If you have a spouse or a family member that's supportive, great. And if not, I would suggest getting a support group, joining a meetup group or, or just some sort of a group that you can have, um, you can just have that that positive feedback from people or a good life coach or a counselor, um, somebody that's going to give you that, you know, even if you can't do that, maybe a friend, you know, somebody that you can talk to. I think that's the most important thing because there's going to be, there's going to be trials and tribulations when you're moving forward into a new phase. It might, and you, you don't feel ready for it. Sometimes it's about having faith and trusting and just walking through your fear. Um, but when your spirits are up, they're great. But when your spirits get down and you falter a little bit because we're all human and we do, that's when you need those people around you to be supportive. Kathy, would you agree with that or do you have yeah. different advice? Oh, absolutely. Advice? I mean, I think that's imperative is to have your core group or your inner circle of people that really love you and care about you and no matter what, they, they're there to pick you up. They're, they're your biggest fans. I think that's so, so, so important. And I would also say, if, if I can add one more thing, sure. is that is to be really conscious of when the times are down, when you are feeling low. And because, as Lisa said, we're all human. We all go right. through when our spirits are higher, things are easier. But when our spirits are low, what do we do? But I think just kind of remembering at the core, our core, our inner balance, our inner selves, nothing changes. The exterior doesn't change anything inside. You know what I mean? So I that's think that's true. important to really remain balanced. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's great advice. Thank you. Oh, thank you for calling. You are our first official caller on our, on my show. So thank you so much for for taking the time to call in. I, I hope you that you're enjoying the shows and that you continue to listen in. I am very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good day. Okay, well, that was wonderful. We had a we had our first caller, and I I hope that we helped her with that. That was a great yeah. question. There's so many people that, like you, you were transitioning into a new phase of your life, and you might have felt ready for it, but you might not have. But you walk through the fear anyway, you know. So I I think you yeah, that's important. Yeah, it's important for people to to be able to walk through fear regardless. And you were fortunate; you had a good support group around you. So, mm-hmm. and I did, but you know, and but the important thing is to make sure you're connecting, because it's you have to reach out. That's another thing that we're we as people, as human beings, sometimes when we're feeling kind of low, we don't want to reach out. We we don't we don't want to want anyone to see us sad or, or afraid and and feel vulnerable. 
You know what I mean? So it's it's that it's getting back to owning your story, and that's right. what I feel like I try to do on my Facebook page and my blog and on website whatnot is to kind of say, hey, listen, I'm just like you. You're just like me. We're all human beings. We all have vulnerabilities, and and exposing them helps us feel more connected to one another. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, absolutely, w- without a doubt. You, I know you say all the t- well, all the time, but I've heard you say before what we lack in our society is is how do we access these old teachings, these old theories, ideas, incorporate the new age twist on them, right? right. So yes. it's like bringing all of that back for, you know, yes. bringing that back into moving forward back in the, I guess I want to say back in the old days, um, the, the teachers were there, the theories, everything was out in the open. Now you almost right. have to go looking for it. I don't, does that make sense? Right. Well, yeah, it does make sense. And I think what happens is we, as a society, we like to put on our best face for the, for the world. We have, all have our masks on. So I'm, I'm comparing my internal self to your external projection, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So you looking successful and happy and blah, 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 my insides can't possibly measure up to that. You know what I mean? So I think it comes down to, like, let's take off our masks. Make ourselves vulnerable. Our authentic selves. Yeah. You know Make what ourselves I mean? Take vulnerable. off the mask. Throw it away. Burn it in the fireplace. I don't care what you do with it, but get rid of it. <laughs> what, is, that why you started to, is that why you decided to start posting all your positive affirmations on Facebook? Well, you know, I was afraid to be myself. This is a few, this is, what, four years ago, five years ago? I don't know. This is when I started doing this, probably like five or so years ago. I was afraid. I felt I was going to be rejected, that people would laugh at me, because I grew up, you know, being the sensitive one, quote, unquote. You know what I mean? And I kind of had some shame about that. I kind of had some shame about that. So I think, for me, this was my challenge to myself. You know what? I'm going to let it out. What do I have to be ashamed of? What do I need to hide? You know? Absolutely nothing. That people responded. And so I felt like, geez, they're relating to me. I'm relating to them. Isn't this great? This camaraderie? We don't need to pretend to be anything other than what we are. Let's, let's be ourselves. Let's own it. Let's own our stories. You know? Well, you, you definitely do that. I mean, I'm not, I won't go into any particular you know, detail about it. Yep. But um, I know that recently we, I saw something on your, well, maybe it was a few months ago, I saw something on your Facebook page, and it was about one of your children um, not maybe conforming to what you had thought, you know, as a yes. person, but but you were what you wanted them to be doing. But it was nice how you, you, you turned it around and you said, well, who am I to put my, you know, to limit, well, put your limiting beliefs on him. Like you chose not to do that. You decided to let him be exactly what he needed to be and go through whatever it was that he was going through. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what? We, as parents, I think we, how do I put this? We want our children in some sense, maybe not consciously to be, we see them as extensions of ourselves. A mini me. Mini me's. As yes. I like to say, mini-me's yes. are mini-me's. And you know what? They're not. They're living, breathing beings. And um, we see them as a, re- a reflection of us. So, oh, I want their behavior to be X, Y, Z. I don't want people to think negatively. Of, you know, here we go back to this masking idea. But, right. um, but I think it's allowing them the freedom to express themselves. And me really listening, hearing, that's all they really want from us. Absolutely. 
And, and there's, and I know you say this a lot too. I mean, I'm quoting you a lot, but you often say there's no growth without struggle. Acceptance is key. Well, children are struggling. Children growing are, you know, are learning. They're not going to be what we as adults want them to be. So accepting them, accepting their behavior, their limiting behavior, their good behavior, their bad behavior, whatever is Mm -hmm. important. And I don't know that all parents are willing to do that. So again, that makes you such a positive person for, it's an inspiration to, to watch you and watch how you parent too. Well, you know, it doesn't doesn't mean you're going to like it. So let's be no. honest about it. Doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, one of my sons is Nick, as you know. No, oh, Nick, that's wonderful that you just spoke back to me. You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's 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 understanding that. Okay, so what's underneath this? What's going right. on here? And allowing. I mean, there has to be boundaries, of course. It's not right. we don't. It's not a free for all in the world, but. No. But but it's being accepting, and I think really with with kids and adults, not just children, but adults, what makes us feel um, we want to be heard, we want to be accepted, right? We absolutely do. We all want. We want to be loved. We want to be heard. We want to feel accepted. We want to feel like we belong. That's the core. That's the core. I think everybody at everybody's core, that's what they strive for. They might say they want money. They might say they want mm-hmm. a career. But I think everybody's looking for love and acceptance. Well, and I think they're, they're, for some people, trying to get the money, trying to get the right. career, trying to get the accomplishments or achievements, and that's another thing that I um, really looked at with Krishnamurti's work, is that kind of helps us make up for where we feel we lack, you know? And so um, Krishnamurti has said that um, we all, what our basic human struggle is, is for security, and it's emotional security, and life is changing. It's always moving. It's always flowing. So when we can kind of accept that things are in flow, things are in motion, there is no constant. There is no security, you know? Absolutely. That's true. When I was in that meditation this morning, um, what I heard my guide say is you're never too old or too young to create the life you want. So, you know, there you, you can you can do it. I mean, yeah, you're limited when you're a child and you're restricted by your parents, but you know, you're you can still put plans into action and you can still change behaviors and do whatever within a, you know, within a within boundaries, but you're never too old or too young to, you know, to create the life you want. And that's so that's to me that's huge because it's change. It's realizing that you might not be living your authentic life or the, you know, the, the soul path that you should be on. And when you do realize that you, you aren't there, taking the steps to move forward and, and go forth with it, I think that's huge. To me, that, right. that's, that's, that's integral. I think that the world would be so much happier if everybody was living their authentic life. They might not, they might not have everything in the world that they desire, but I think they'd be happier. No, oh, I think- absolutely. And what do we think? And, and, and you can take it on a, a global, from a global perspective. I mean, when we think of war or we think of those types of issues, right? What right. does that stem from? Security, from feeling lack. Absolutely. You well, know, Kathy. So it really is a broad, it, I mean, it just, it can Kathy? be amongst. We're going to stop here just for a quick break. I'm sorry. We have to take a commercial break, but we'll be back right after this short break. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. 
Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. visionary be extraordinary be the change this is the seventh wave channel on the voice america network you are listening to empowering your soul to reach lisa willette you may send an email to lisa willette at comcast.net that's lisa willette at comcast.net now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. If you're just tuning in now, I'm your host, Lisa Willette, and I have with me Kathy Bailey-Smith today. We're ta- she's a student of life. Um, she always had the passion to answer life's most basic yet complicated questions. Um, and I had to cut her off right before the commercial break, so sorry, Kathy. Could you could continue okay. with what you were talking about? <laughs> so no, if you wanted, did you want to continue on with what you were saying? No, you know what? I think I I think I um, wrapped up pretty much at, at the end there, so I think I'm all set with that. That's totally totally okay. fine. Okay, perfect. So sorry about that. We um, we do have to take those commercial breaks every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier in, earlier in the beginning of the show, we were talking about um, what made you decide to start posting affirmations, you know, and inspiration on Facebook. So if people wanted to follow you there while your website is currently under construction, where could they find you? Yep, you can find me on Facebook. It's Kathy with a K, K A T H Y Bailey, B A I L E Y um, hyphen Smith. I think I'm the only one. So you can follow, you can friend me, um, whatever it is that you'd like to do, and I can guarantee that you'd be. Um, it's it's just I, I really enjoy posting. It's not something that I sit down and think about before I do it. I I, I use my everyday life as experiences and I think most people can relate to it so Absolutely. that's why I they're, do it it's you know very, part of it's cathartic for me but it also people can relate and, and use it for their own lives too and I think that's really key they're very inspirational posts if you haven't if you haven't already been um following inspirational posts I think that she's a good one to follow you can also catch me on um my Facebook page is Lisa Willett LLC you can, on my actual host page, there's a link to the side there, and it has my Facebook, my Twitter, all the accounts you can follow me on. I, I'd love to see some more people just tuning in and following me there and, and emailing me your questions. So I'm always happy to answer your questions. We're going to take one more quick email question, and then we're going to continue talking with Kathy. I have 
Mark from Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's the second person from, that's great. People are listening in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Wow. Mark from Santa Fe, New Mexico. He writes in, how do you stay true to yourself without being judged by others? Well, that's a great question. That, um, that kind of goes along with the question that we had earlier from our caller. I, my answer to that, Mark, is that you have to be on your own path. To stay true to yourself, I guess what I'd say is, Haters, you know, Taylor Swift has this new song out there. I'm not exactly positive what it's called, but haters are going to hate, you know, um, Mm. I don't know exactly all the words to it. But basically, people are going to judge you regardless. You can't stop other people from judging. It, It doesn't make it right, but that's what people do. So staying true to yourself without being judged, I don't know if that's possible. But not caring that other people are judging you, that's a different story. I would say that, again, to me, you know, if you have a great support group, if you have people in your in your palm of your hand that you can call, you know, dial last minute when when things when you're not sure what path to take, you know, staying true to yourself, that could be a job, a relationship, a a family member situation, um, deciding to go down your soul path, you know, and knowing that everybody else in your family or your friends are going to criticize you for it. I guess following your intuition, following that soul, that that gut feeling that just kind of leads you the right way. To me, staying true to yourself is just important. How do you do it? I guess you just have to have that inner faith and that belief that spirit and the universe knows best. That that's what I would give you for advice. What do you, what do you think, Kathy? No, I'm I'm totally yep, totally agree with that. Absolutely, a hundred percent. The only thing I would add to that is that it's important for you to remember, Mark, that people who judge it tells says more about them than it does about you. Right. So the people who are judging are the ones who are really questioning themselves. It really has nothing to do with you. Mind so over matter. Being conscious of that, you know. Right. It's that mind over matter. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what they think about you. Nope. Nope. You not at all. It, not at all. And it's more it. of their insecurity to judge in the first place. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it. it Usually that's what happens. People that are judging, it's like that mirror image. It's that shadow part of themselves that they don't like and they see it, you know, they see it. Other people breaking free and it's that they want to do it themselves, but, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Um, exactly. So great question. Great question, Mark. Thank you for yeah. listening. All right. So, Kathy, um, earlier we talked about... Um, and we're just going to touch base on this because I know there's a great story I want you to be able to share. But do you feel like there was a higher power to guide you into studying psychology? I know you talked about it and how that happened, but do you feel like there was a higher power that brought you there? I think so because, to be honest with you, I don't even – I mean, it was so kind of random how it all came to be. I wasn't even totally aware of um, – even when I was studying psychology, I couldn't even figure out myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think in a way, yes, I think there's a higher power. There's we all have gifts, and I think part of my gift is to understand people and to relate to people and to help people, help them um, see the beauty that is within them. And had I not studied psychology, had I not experienced my own pain, my own suffering, had I not seen a psychotherapist, you could go down the, you could go on and on and on and on and on. Had right. I not done all of those things, I don't think I would be able to give my gift to the world, you know, which I feel is my gift. Now, I don't need to do it on a global capacity, but I feel like, you know, if well, I not? help one person, you know, and it one, it, what I say resonates to one person in the whole entire universe once in my life, and it makes a difference for someone, then it's worth it. 
Absolutely. Then it's well, worth it. We're all interconnected. So my energy translates to someone else whose energy translates to someone else and so on and so on and so that on. That ripple effect, that absolutely. water, the wave totally, going up. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, again, I, I say this before that you're just so not afraid to put yourself out there. I know that recently... You just um, volunteered yourself for a charity event. You were a um, a bachelorette at a charity event that we had local <laughs> here in town. Um, would you like to share a little bit about that? Because that brought you out of your comfort zone a little bit, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things that bring me out of my comfort zone. But, you know, I think that's part of how we develop our self-esteem and feel good, too, by knowing that, you know what, guess what? I might be afraid, but I'm not going to let that limit me. Um, yes, it was uh, an auction for the Michael J. Fox um, Parkinson's Research uh, Foundation. And so, yes, I was an, a bachelor. I didn't quite know what to expect or what was going to happen. Sure. And so, you know, they play a little bit of music. You have to get there and dance. You're on a stage. You're dancing oh in front of all these people. You're, they ask you questions. You have to go into the audience. I mean, it's a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know that I would be able to do it. So good for yeah. you. It's, yeah, but it was fun, and it's for a good cause. And the thing is that, you know, if I can, I try not to focus too much on other people. I kind of try to focus on, okay, you know, what am I, how am I, um, am I in this moment? I'm just trying to be in the moment without worrying about too much about what other people are, you know, thinking about, you know? Right. So I think that if you come from a place of doing that, um I think that's it, and that's key too. I also went zip lining recently. I think I shared that with you, Lisa. You did. Tell you about my zip lining trip. Yeah, yeah, you did. But if you could share it with us really quickly, because I still have to um, pull some cards for the week for people. But yeah, if you could tell us about that real quick, I'd love to hear that. One quick, just just to say, you know what? Step out of your comfort zone. It can be transformational for you. I went zip lining. I'm afraid of heights scared to death of heights, but I did, and it was so empowering, and it, it, and it think other things spiraled because of that. So just long story short, don't be afraid to step out of your com- comfort zone. The, Kathy Bailey Smith, she definitely lives for the moment. She puts herself out there. She lets people see her vulnerability. I mean, if you see some of the things that she says and posts and some of what she does, she is, is it doesn't always shine her in the, in the you know, She's a very, very positive person, but, you know, some of the things that you do, Kathy, don't always shine you, or what other people would say, in the best light, but you <laughs> own it no matter what, and you're not afraid to acknowledge that this is who you are and you're living authentically. So I, I admire and respect you for that 100%. Oh, thank you, Lisa. So, yeah. So great to be here with you today. Well, we're going to um, just, I just really wanted to touch base quickly. I want to pull some cards. Um, and again, www.path, the number two, and then one.com is where Kathy can be reached at until you know, her currently under construction website. But other than that, you'll be able to catch her there. Um, last week, I pulled some cards and they were the healing, whom do I forgive and everything's okay. And that reading, um, I got a lot of positive feedback on that. And people were saying that those, those cards really resonated with them. Now I'm going to shuffle some cards for this week's reading. Make sure we have time to do that. I'm using the Archangel Michael cards. Actually, you know what? These are not the Archangel Michael cards. I believe I'm going to use the Angel Therapy cards today. That's what I decided to use. Okay, so I'm shuffling. And this is going to be for the week of 824 to 830. So Sunday to Monday. All right. So the card, the first card Okay, one, two, and three. I see a theme here. The first card is mediumship. 
The second card is you are profoundly clairvoyant. And the third card is past life issue. Well, this is interesting. What they're telling me with these cards, people, is that it's going to be really important for you to tune in to what's going on behind the scenes. Mediumship, I feel like there might be um, loved ones that you have with you that are trying to get messages to you and that it's going to be important for you to pay attention. Um, you, you know, you might hear, I love you, or you might feel like somebody from the other side, a loved one is putting their hand on your shoulder or giving you a hug, or you might feel their breath on you. I'm, I'm getting the sense that somebody from the other side is definitely trying to come through and they're really wanting you to pay attention to that. That comes right before the, you are profoundly clairvoyant card, which is interesting to me because that is to trust what you see in your mind's eye as well as with your physical sight. So for your spiritual vision, it, that helps you uh, helps you go through life. So they want you to pay attention to what you're seeing when your eyes are closed. They want you to pay attention to trusting your visions that you're receiving you know during your dream time and when you're sleeping, if you have a and next week is interesting because we're doing a show on dreams next week. But if you start to see um, feathers or coins or numbers or light flashing by your face or things like that, that those are signs from the other side telling you that you're really seeing what you're seeing. So that's important for you to know. Um, if, if you're feeling like this is blocked, well, that might be from something that happened in the past, which is interesting because the past life issue is the third card that comes up. And the past life issue, that tells me that if you're struggling right now with a situation, that it might be something that comes from a previous lifetime. So you might be wanting to go forward and your guides and your loved ones are trying to urge you forward to to walk through your fear like we're talking and live an authentic life here, but they don't want you to not be able to do it. They want you to realize that they're giving you signs and they're helping you along and maybe painful experiences or emotions from one of your previous lifetimes or something that happened in your past this year or in this lifetime, maybe those are what's holding you back. So trusting your gut feelings, trusting your hunches. um, You know, what I would suggest you to do is to take a pen and paper, sit in a quiet space where you won't be interrupted and maybe have a conversation with your guides or heaven or whoever it is that you talk to and ask them to oversee, you know, things that are going on in your life. You, You can ask Archangel Michael, he's the angel of protection, and he'll make sure that you know you're you only have good people around you or spirits and guides and loved ones that are around you. But if you're feeling like this is something that you can't do, um, you know, close your eyes and ask your spirits and ask your guides and ask God, whoever it is that you talk to, ask him for some help moving forward with this because. I think sometimes we we live our lifetimes repeatedly and we learn lessons from lifetime after lifetime. And if you're having a hard time moving forward, maybe this show will help you today to be able to live your authentic self or your authentic life. Um, I do want to thank Kathy Bailey Smith again. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and being with me and sharing yourself and sharing your vulnerability with everybody. 
Um, you are definitely inspirational to me, and I, I believe that you have a great message to pass along. Again, I would ask anybody if they want to send me an email, lisawillette at comcast.net. Feel free to write to me anytime. I'd love to hear your opinions about the show at any time. And um, next week's guest I'm going to have on is Sherry Mazowski. She's a dream interpreter. She a dream interpreter. She uses her intuition and other tools that she's learned over the years to analyze our dreams in depth. So feel free to email me questions for Sherry, and we'll be able to have call-ins for her as well too next week. So I, at this point, I say thank you again, Kathy, for being on the show. I, I hope you had a good time. Oh, my God, I had the best time. I am so appreciative of being here. It was so fun to talk to you in a different way. Yeah, it was great <laughs> to really have you loved, on. I really loved just being able to share part of my story. Great. Well, thank you so much. And everybody, have a great weekend in TGIF. Till next time, we'll tune in. Thank you for listening to Empowering Your Soul. Please be sure to join Lisa Willette for another engaging program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, stop feeling imprisoned and start being empowered. Empowered.